Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast and our special Quarantine Diary series. These are shorter, unedited, unscripted. All our podcasts are unscripted. Um, shorter form podcast that we are putting out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Why we are stuck at home during the quarantine, and you safe can safe at home. Safe at home. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't say stuck. Stuck is negative. Safe is positive. Thank you. Why we're safe at home during the quarantine. Blessed to be safe, and that is true. Um, during the quarantine, we are putting out podcasts Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you can watch it on IGTV. Mm-hmm. And if you have not watched it and you're only listening to podcast feed, that's okay. But if you want to check out Heather's new haircut, <laughs> you're really playing. Up I love this it. New it's blonde. She looks good. Thank you want to check out the awesome sweatshirt that I'm rocking every single day. Basically, Do you even every- take it off. I mean, it's my favorite. Uh, then you can watch us on IGTV as well. So podcast feed or IGTV. Remember, this is in addition to our regular podcast that comes out on Tuesday. So you've got four chances to listen to us a week. That's so a, lot out, a lot of us. Co- we're putting out a lot of content. And joining me, you've already heard her here to my left. I think you're right. Uh, my <laughs> wife, constant travel companion and someone who refuses to wear the same shirt unlike me we're, we're polar opposites mm-hmm. in this she is always rocking a new shirt every time we decide we record has to be a new outfit <laughs> it doesn't have to be a new outfit but yeah i i get a little bored wearing the same hoodie hey. every day i yeah i'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm just saying you're styling thank you wow Lots the compliments of are just rolling in from this guy over here today and you know after two months of being in quarantine i'd say that's not too shabby not too shabby. Guys, we talked about our regular Tuesday podcast. I just wanted to let everyone know we are doing today the Ask Us Anything. So we're going to do five questions that you submitted and we're going to answer those questions. But some of the questions that you submitted were so good that we're actually going to turn them each into their own full-length podcast, which will come out on Tuesday. So I just wanted to highlight this so you kind of knew what was coming up because these are great questions. So you got something to look forward to. Um at Kava Pralad said, what is your favorite state and why? So we're actually going to turn that into what are our five favorite states yeah. and why. Because as you know, Trav likes to open things up and talk about them, you know, in depth. So just so, one state, he couldn't, ah, I, couldn't I don't do even it. know if he could really do it. Well, so we're going to rank them. We'll we're going to rank, rank them. But I think everybody who's ever listened to this podcast will know that Trav will have five, four, three, two, one. B, 1A, an honorable mention. So, I mean, you yeah, we're know. getting a lot of content out of this one question. But That's that will how be, we roll. That will be a full podcast that will come out on a Tuesday. So so that will be coming out very soon. Um, this was a great question. At Jane underscore Chappelle, can you name one hyped-up destination you've never had the desire to go to? We are going to turn that into a few hyped-up destinations each. Um, open that up a little bit. Uh, at Bam Banak says, if you had to move... Bam-Banak. If you had to move somewhere and stay there for three years, where would it be? Love that question. Again, yeah. we'll probably make it a few places. We each pick a few Trav places. Trav loves questions like this, which is why the next one is also a really good one. At underscore Mermaid underscore Mermaid. If you could only go, if you could only go back to one country for the rest of your life, what would you choose? <laughs> so again, you're always saying like one, one, one. So we're taking these 
podcast and making like a few, but they will be ranked. Trust me, they'll be ranked, and I will force Heather to pick her number one. Mm. I'll force myself to pick her number one. And then the last question at Ellen Flynn that we're making a full length podcast if you had to be quarantined for a month anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? So that is very apropos to our current situation. So So those will be coming out on Tuesdays as longer form podcasts. We may, maybe we'll put them out on IGTV. Maybe we'll record and put it on IGTV. They'll definitely be in the podcast um, feed as well. And they will be a little bit longer form. Yeah. These questions are so fun. And honestly, even though we're not traveling right now, they make me really excited to talk about travel, which is one of the reasons why we decided to do these quarantine diaries, because none of us are able to travel and it's fun to still talk about travel. Of course. And it's safe to talk about travel. So today what we're going to do is answer five questions semi-rapid fire we don't do anything (laughs) rapid fire semi-rapid fire that came from you all and this is the fifth part of our ask us anything so we if you haven't listened to all the other ones we had some fantastic questions 30 in total that we answered come in um and if you're wondering why doesn't that math work out the first one was 10 questions and we realized that took too long so then we started breaking (laughs) it down in five questions so you'll be able to find them in your podcast feed Mm -hmm. or on igtv so first question comes from our good friend mac We've mentioned her a bunch. She's awesome. She's got her own podcast out. Now go listen to another travel podcast at The Sweaty Traveler. That's also her Instagram handle. Um, What is your least favorite thing about travel? I think for me, it's the time it takes to get places. So... If I the could journey just there. the journey there, if I could just like snap my fingers and not have to drive to the airport or get to the airport by train or however, get to the airport, go through all of the airport things, customs or security, then get on a flight for how many hours, then land, then find your accommodation. Like if I could just skip that whole part and have like a magic snap, that would be amazing. That's a great answer. I, I don't mind as much the getting there the part that i mind the most about the traveling is getting to and from the airport specifically to the airport like we don't live that far away but with traffic it takes about an hour so i hate the days where all right we're leaving at noon but really you're getting up at 6 a.m to get ready or 7 a.m and then you're kind of that you're flustered the whole day because like i gotta get there i can't be late you want to get there early we even have lounge access through our credit cards we can hang out in the platinum lounge stuff like that makes it a little better but still it's just it's all this like hurry up and wait to get there and then you get on the plane once i'm on the plane and i know i'm on my way to the destination i don't love flying but i i don't mind the rest of it i do like flying i mean i don't love flying for long hours with a lot of people so basically i guess if i was a billionaire and i had my own plane and i could just roll on up when i wanted to and just take off and have all the space it would be so much nicer (laughs) <laughs> that would be amazing that, but that no be. because we just you know slum in an economy most of the time and i mean obviously we're super grateful that we can even travel and, and go to places that's amazing but yeah the getting there not my favorite all right so i'm gonna give you i'll give you one major one but <laughs> uh coming home from traveling i don't like and it's not just does anybody like that right well that's <laughs> why i'm gonna kind of dive into Stand. it a little more because yeah, no one likes to come home from traveling. Oh, well, actually, that's not true. There are definitely people who say, like, I'm ready to be home. Sometimes we are even ready to yeah, be home. Yeah, I've said that but before. But I, what I specifically don't like about coming home is I don't like when you know that your trip is, let's say, two weeks. And you. I don't like the point 
where it's the halfway <laughs> point and it starts getting closer to coming home than from when you left. Yeah, that's a good because one. Because I start thinking, oh my gosh, I don't have a bunch of time. Yeah. So if I'm somewhere for two weeks at, you know, the first week, you're like, oh, I've got time. I'll do this. So I don't much. feel There's rushed. so much ahead of us on this trip. Yep. And then halfway through, I yeah. start thinking, we only got six days. We only got five days. We only got four. And, and it, it makes me... I enjoy where I am, but it makes me get a little jumpy, a little anxious, a little let me try to get everything in. So it's not just coming home. It's when you're closer to coming home than when you, than when you I left. wish there I was a like special that. word for that. Maybe there is in another language. But yeah, it's a very good example because yeah. we've talked about that before on trips. The mid-trip malaise. Mm. Ooh, mid-trip malaise. Um, I like that. So I just... That I mean, I don't like that, but... <laughs> right. I don't like that either. I, I really I don't. So that would be that would be my main answer. Good answer. Is is that when it comes good to good answer that and good question. Next question number two. If you could redo your honeymoon, where would you go? And this didn't uh, somehow we couldn't figure out who asked this question. So if you asked this question, thank you. It was the only one we couldn't find who asked it, but it was on our sheet. So I don't know how that happened. Um Go ahead. If you could redo your honeymoon, where would you so, go? So first of all, we will tell all of you what we did for our honeymoon. We went to Mexico. We went to um, Riviera Maya, which is in the Yucatan. Yucatan Peninsula. And at the time, you know, we had traveled a little bit, but we were it was right before we were moving to Japan and starting kind of our huge travel lifestyle. And I wanted to go somewhere more exotic or interesting because in the U.S. it's pretty normal to just go to Mexico, especially to the Yucatan Peninsula. A lot of people do all inclusives for their honeymoon. That being said, it was an amazing trip and I loved it. Way and better than we thought. Yeah, it was amazing. Eight it was days. Super relaxing. Was a little long in I terms mean, of... I didn't think so, but... Well, it was it was super fun, but we did both say at like day three or four, like, oh, if we had another couple here, or two other couples here where, you know, if I wanted to go kayaking, you didn't, you'd have someone else to go with it, you know. You said that too. Don't look at me like that. You, she said it. She said maybe, it. She's, maybe she's acting like she didn't say <laughs> it. Um, but if we could redo it, I would say that I would want to do something in um, Western Europe because that's what I had originally wanted to do. And at the time, we had only been to Europe, I think, twice, maybe. So I had really wanted to do something more along that scale. And I don't know if it would have been like a cruise of some sort, but definitely jumping around to some. Oh, you would want to jump around, like like kind of move around. Well, I thought you'd want to go to Western Europe and like, all right, we do one week in a chateau in the Swiss countryside or on the Lake Geneva or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to jump around like every couple of days. That's why I was thinking if it was a boat trip of some sort that you could just be on the boat the whole time and go to different ports and see places or yeah just somewhere on the coast in europe an island even i mean we went to corsica and it's one of my favorite places so i don't know why this was my first the first thing that popped in my head when i read this question but it was cape town Hmm. i don't know why i i think it i'll go with it with my answer and then i'll give you the one that came to me after i thought about it You, you ever do that play that game where it's like give me your two second answer and your two minute answer or one second one minute where it's like you have What's your gut reaction? Then think about it mm-hmm. for a little bit and give you an answer. So I'll do that. Cape Town was my first one. I just think it'd be cool to spend a week in wine country doing <laughs> nothing yeah. but going to the wineries and getting driven around and trying wine and hanging out. 
and then spend a week down on like one of those awesome villas right on the sea where you would mm-hmm. just sit out. You'd have your own pool. You'd sit mm-hmm. out. You'd overlook the coast and just spend a week there. So two weeks. Well, that sounds one pretty wine fantastic. Country, one there. So listen, we are celebrating t- our 10 year anniversary in a couple of very weeks. soon. So I think it's time for like a second honeymoon type trip when we can travel again, whenever that may be. My we should start planning it now. My other answer is a bit quintessential, but would be because we haven't ever done it. Maldives, Bora Bora, mm. something yeah. like that, where, again, you just rent really an tropical. awesome overwater bungalow. And that's that you just you just hang out. You get out, you wake up in the morning, you read a book, you dive into the ocean, you paddle around, and you just eat good food, and that's it. That sounds pretty awesome, too. So, (laughs) all right, well, maybe maybe for the 20-year, maybe for the 20-year, because that ain't happening for the 10-year. No. A, we can't go there. B, there's things like a 1000 bucks a night. Now, I know you can get some deals. We could use hotel points. Still expensive. Yeah. Next question. Can you talk about the $10 taco trip? By at RVF and crazy. One of my favorite handles, RVF and crazy. <laughs> We've talked before. You know I love your handle. I think her and her husband are in an RV with their six kids. I think it was eight people total. So you guys are you guys are RVF and crazy. Yeah. Um, the ten dollar chocolate trick, the most probably the most viral, and by that I mean semi viral Instagram post we ever put up, and we put up a few things after that was. This idea of the $10 chocolate trick. So we call it Epop's $10 chocolate trick. The thing I don't like is it's called a trick. It's not really a trick. No. It's just a nice thing to do. But it does involve chocolate. So part of it's right. And we did call it that. So it's only my fault for calling it that. Um, essentially, what you do, have to explain to them what, what happens. You buy chocolate and you give it to the flight attendants on the flight that you're taking. So we buy people wanting to know specifically like what kind of chocolate, how much chocolate. I feel like I could do a course on this. Everyone <laughs> wants so much detail. Basically, we usually buy the chocolate at the airport just because it's easier. You don't have to buy it in advance. You don't have to lug it through security. So we buy something at the airport usually, and then we like to buy it in individually wrapped pieces so that if you're giving, like you don't want to give a whole bag of M&Ms because that's harder to share with people, you know, because we want the flight attendants to share the gift of chocolate. So we usually get, I don't know, um, like truffles, like lint the chocolates, lint or just literally anything that's individually, individually wrapped. Individually wrapped Toblerone. How you know, the stuff you see at the airport. Say? Like 20-ish? I try to make sure. I mean, we do this usually on longer haul flights, on like international flights. Mm-hmm. We sometimes do it on domestic. But really, it's for longer haul flights that we try to make sure we do it. I try to get 12 or more because usually even on a longer haul flight, two pilots, 10 flight attendants, you know, that everyone could have one. So 12 or more. Right. And we give it to the flight attendant. Now, also people are like, well, which flight attendant should you give it to? Now, again, there there's not that much strategy to this. Well, there's strategy. We there's just don't strategy. know if it's right or wrong. Right, it's right, just right. what we do. And again, like there's a little bit of an ulterior motive to this. Obviously, we're hoping that we give them something nice and maybe we'll get an upgrade. But we also just like doing it because it makes the flight attendants happy. Their jobs are challenging dealing with people all the time and we just want them to you know have like a little 
present at the beginning of the flight to set the tone for the flight. So that's the reason why we do it. We have the ulterior motive of maybe getting upgraded. But when we get on the flight, Trav, Trav's the one who usually handles it. And the first time he did it, he was a little I like to think it's because I'm charming, yeah. but uh, yeah, they usually has your hands full. That's yeah. Why. So, um, but he has like a little script that he just says, and he usually gives it to the flight attendant when you first walk into the flight. So when you walk into the flight, you know, and they usually ask you for your boarding pass and try to tell you what row you're going into, even though you probably already know. Uh, on longer haul flights, there's usually two of them right up front. Uh, sometimes there's one. If there's one, I just give it to that person. If there's two, I just kind of do a quick scan of like who seems friendlier, mm -hmm. who seems a little more gregarious, <laughs> uh, or who looks like they might be in charge more because that would determine then if they could get you an upgrade or give you some extra perks. Uh, based on that, quick like three-second scan, okay, who am I giving it to? You give it to one of them. I always say, Start with, thank you so much for taking care of us today. That doesn't mean they're going to upgrade you, but it kind of like sets that seat like, oh, they're taking care of me. Thank you for taking care of us today. You know, we travel quite a bit, so that lets them know that we are, you know, professional travelers in a way. Um, thank you for taking care of us. Um, we, you know, we travel quite a bit, and we know how difficult your job can be and how thankless it can be sometimes. So we just wanted to give this as uh, to say thank you. Um and then you always say you don't have to share it I if always you don't say, want to. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, you don't have to share this with anyone else if you don't want to. I'm not going to tell anyone. Just as like a little joke. And then I walk away. <laughs> um, you know, that's enough to get in without holding up the line. Sometimes I add in like we've got some few, a few friends who are flight attendants. We know how hard your job can be because we do. So whatever. Um, but you say that. And then you walk away. Usually, like sometimes, I'm like, oh, thank you. And they're like, what seat are you sitting in? You tell them. Or sometimes, sometimes they're just like astounded and they don't know what to yeah, say. Yeah, sometimes or like, do. Oh, oh my and, gosh. And, and sometimes you think like maybe they don't care at all. But even if you get that initial reaction, they almost always like come up to you later because you know it's kind of hectic when everybody's boarding. They're not and expecting they wanna, it. They want to get everybody seated so that we can take off and be on schedule. So sometimes you know the reaction is a little but not what you expect but then they always come back later and they're like hey thank you so much or they'll be like hey that's the guy or the couple right. that gave us the talk you know so it's it's just nice yeah and and that's kind of all there really is to it i love throwing the little joke at the end of like you don't have to share this if you don't want because it, it puts it at ease so it gives them something to say like they can at least laugh and yeah if they're shocked they can be like ah, ha, ha. oh yeah like or or like oh, i'll share this with the pilots you say okay yeah but um yes you know we've gotten a variety of actions uh, reactions only one time was it did it not go over well and i think it was a language barrier thing we were actually in, on a flight yeah, from I don't even india or this. something i think it was a bit of a language barrier i gave it and the person like almost looked like i was doing something wrong like why are they giving something to me i don't know if they understood that it was chocolate right at first but every other time we've gotten very positive reactions. This has led we have gotten upgraded twice, mm -hmm. like to uh, to business or first class. So that's obviously the best. Right. Um, getting upgraded. So you know we have gotten upgraded twice. It usually you know I would never count on that happening because it's happened twice out of twenty twenty five times. times. You know, but there's been multiple times where then we've gotten upgraded to premium economy or the bulkhead row, so you have more leg room. Or they're like, hey, do you want to have this aisle to yourself? Right. Whatever, or uh, row to yourself mm -hmm. or sit on the aisle. So that kind A of lot stuff. of times they'll just give you drinks straight away. You know what I mean? Right. Like they're like, hey, do you want a cocktail or do you want, what do you need? So, you know, we're just making their day a little bit brighter and then 
that's enough for us. But then if we get something because of it, that's even better. And also now that we have kids, I feel even better doing it because, you know, yeah, hopefully our kids on. are good on the flight, but you never know what could happen. It's like with leaving kids. an extra tip so, for the person at the restaurant when you have kids. You're like, right. oh, this is going to be messier than it is. Here's yeah. an ec- here's extra money. Yeah. So anyway, that is the EPOP $10 chocolate trick. Mm-hmm. If you use it and something happens, shoot us a little, uh, make sure you put it on Instagram, tag us um, at extra pack of peanuts. We'd love to see that if you got like little, you know, the little bottles of alcohol they've given you for free. Or of course, if you get upgraded, let us know. Super simple. Uh, make someone's day. People love it. Um, it's just, it's just fun. And it's always fun to then say, I wonder what's going to happen. Like that for me is fun. If, if I don't know what the reaction is and then I sit in my seat, I keep thinking, oh, what's going to happen? You know, and the one time the girl came around that uh, it was a it was a younger female and she was like, oh, thank you so much for the chocolate. Do you want a drink? I was like, no, no, no. I'm OK. She's like, no. Do you want a drink? Like, I'm like, I know what you're implying. Do I want a free alcoholic drink that usually you charge people for? I was like, no, no, that's okay. She's like, no, really? I'm like, <laughs> you should have just taken the. Drink. I just was like, I don't like drinking alcohol on planes. Uh, and she's like, oh, okay. Um, not that I never do, but typically I, I just don't drink alcohol on planes. Makes you so. feel worse. Usually. Anyway, yeah, there you go. So there it is. RVF and crazy and everyone else. The ten, the EPOP ten dollar chocolate trick. Tag us at extra pack of peanuts if you do it. You can throw the hashtag ten dollar chocolate trick or EPOP ten dollar chocolate trick. Let's do that. Yeah. Or EPOP, yeah, EPOP chocolate trick, whatever. <laughs> Just let us know that you did it. It's fun. Yep. Question number four. Oh, one thing I wanted to add there (laughs) really quickly. If you do want a better chance of getting upgraded, make sure you dress fairly nice. Like if they are going to move you up into business or first class, you don't want to be dressed like a slob. So for some people, it doesn't matter. They dress nice anyway. But, you know, just make sure you're dressed presentable it obviously hasn't happened it has not happened with us when we've been traveling with kids because that's gonna be really hard they're probably yeah. probably never will happen probably gonna, not but if you're alone or you're with one other person mm-hmm. a lot better chance of happening just make sure you're dressed presentable yeah. and i mean i'm still wearing le- like at the time we got upgraded i was wearing leggings but i was wearing a nice sweater yeah with them you know i wasn't wearing pajamas so yeah or if you're wearing like a, a bing tang t-shirt and flip-flops and it looks like you <laughs> just came off the beach in bali they're probably not going to upgrade you they might be thankful but they're probably not going to upgrade you all right fair enough so question number four have you started tracking any new stats for end of year travel superlatives? We love them at have toothbrush will travel. That is a funny handle as well. So no, we really haven't because we haven't been anywhere. I travel went to California. Is yep. that it? Um, this year. Is that it? Ooh, oh my gosh. Sheesh. No, I also went to Nashville at the very oh, beginning. Okay, of the year. That's right. So that's I've been right. in Nashville and California. We're in, you know, we're, we're in mid May, mid to end May. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we haven't had any big trips. Have we tracked any more? St- so I always say at the end of the year that we're going to start tracking stats like midway through so we don't mm-hmm. have to do all at the end of the year. That's always a lie. We haven't started tracking anything yet. I assume that this year we will have the most days that we spent at home. It would just seem to make sense that way. That So if you're unfamiliar with it, we do a year in review every year, and we talk about the stats, how many where we, how many places we slept, how many nights we slept in different types of accommodations, how many nights we slept at home. Transportation that we went on, all sorts of all the, all the miles that we travel, including air miles. And so... The this, guess is it'll be way down. Yeah, I mean, we 
decided not to go anywhere in January and February. And then we were really supposed to be traveling the beginning of April all the way up until October. <laughs> so yeah. that whole chunk of the year, we had lots of trips planned. Obviously, we're not doing any of them. But we will probably be quarantining at an East Coast beach or maybe not quarantining because things might end soon, but social distancing at a beach. So we might be doing that in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, so that'll get us out and about a little bit. But yeah, I think definitely we will have the longest streak that we have stayed mm -hmm. at home. I forget exactly what that was for me. Maybe 55 days in a row since we've started tracking, which is not really that much. <laughs> it's like a month and a half uh, consecutively at home. I I'm guessing we've already broken that, you know, without knowing the exact numbers. Yeah, I came back from california like march 20th so we've probably already broken that um yeah so nothing really new but as this goes on there probably will be some funny stuff that happens like i'm thinking we might have something come up so that's a great question have at have toothbrush will travel love your instagram i always check it out and the name is incredible so thanks for the question and great job for all that you do in the travel community um, all right, we are to our last question of the Ask Us mm -hmm. Anything for this round. Um, the 30th question overall, the fifth question for today's show. This comes from, as we mentioned, our good friend, Mac. She submitted a ton of questions. So thank you, Mac. Thank you, mm -hmm. everyone who submitted questions. At The Sweaty Traveler, what's the best thing to bring on a plane for a toddler? So I would say the number one best thing for a toddler it is some type of device. IPad. Yeah, I mean, Screen. we have an iPad, <laughs> and I love traveling with it now that Wit is into watching TV because, I mean, I have no shame. If he wants to sit there and watch hours of TV on a plane, please, because that I want to watch hours is, like, of TV the on best case scenario rather than him, like, freaking out or being bored or wanting to, like, run down the aisle. The last really long trip we took with him – um. Well, we did a few last year, but like the one I can remember him not wanting to watch TV yet was on our trip home from Croatia. And it was like a nine and a half hour flight it was during the day and he was awake for most of it. And that was a really tough trip. He wasn't really into watching. I kept trying to get him to watch the iPad and he did not want to do it. So now a whole year later, he definitely is into screen time. Oh, he's, so, he's dude, he's made yeah, yeah. for long haul <laughs> flights right now. This kid is like. Man, get me out of this quarantine. I am made for seven hours in a plane watching <laughs> Top Wings or Bubble Guppies yeah. or Blazing the Monster Machine. Mm -hmm. He's ready. He's ready. So, yes, I would say for a toddler, an iPad. Um, second to that would be snacks. And the third thing would be like coloring things, you know, some some activity because they, they might not want to watch TV it's for like seven hours. Screen and watching TV, big gap, everything else. If you if you forget it, you're screwed. If you have it, you're probably pretty good. If you're a parent who doesn't let your kid watch TV, good on you. Like, mm -hmm. no no judgment here. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. You can judge us for letting our kids watch TV. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, but um, for us, successful long-haul planes, flights, um, those are the only types of flights. Well, helicopter flights. Long-haul plane rides uh <laughs> the screen is like there is no other answer for us than that for a toddler um awesome thank you all for your questions remember we're going to put out some longer form ones on those specific questions that i said at the beginning of the show so watch out for those why not just put them out on igtv anyway uh, yeah we can so do. they'll be coming out on the tuesday version 
of the show, the longer form EPOP show. So don't forget you have Quarantine Diaries Monday, mm-hmm. Wednesday, Friday on IGTV, on the podcast feed. You also have the longer form EPOP podcast that comes out on Tuesdays. That's in the podcast feed, but we might slip a few into IGTV as well. So keep checking that. If you like the IGTVs, let us know. We've been getting a lot of comments on Instagram, like love these, this and that. So let us know if you've really, if you were a podcast listener and you have started to watch on IGTV, let us know that, that you've like converted to watch on IGTV when we do it, because that would be nice to know Yeah, that you actually like seeing our faces and, uh, seeing the sweatshirts that we're rocking or the very nice shirts that we're rocking like Heather. Um, and don't forget, please leave us a review or rating. We're trying to get to 1,000 mm-hmm. on iTunes. So Trav wants the K. I want the K. I want it to say 1K. It takes two minutes. If you've been listening to the show for more than three shows, do us a favor. You can even pick if you're going to rate it one, two, three, four, five star. I mean, we love a five star, but yeah, be honest. Please don't give us a one. I mean – if you give us a one, at least leave a review of why harsh. it's a one, and then we'll try to get better. Yeah. But just do us a solid. Leave us a review. Super helpful. I want to get to the 1K mark. All I think right. we can do it. Goals. I trust in you guys. Thank you, EPOP fam. Uh, thank you for listening, <laughs> for making us the number one rated travel podcast on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, everyone. Happy free travels. We ended this one, this yeah. quarantine diaries, like we did the EPOP podcast. Yeah. See y'all. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>